Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Today, I'm really excited to share with you something that I did a few months ago. We had a four-week-long series of webinars, the first of which was on consistency, and I've talked about it here. So many of you have DM'd me to get access to them. You still can get access to all four, but what I wanted to do today is play for you part of the first one, which was all about consistency. And the reason I want to do that is because the tools that I lay out, the process, the strategy, the steps are the answer to so many questions that I get about, I can't seem to get consistent or I'm really having a hard time creating any kind of progress because there's so many competing priorities in my life. So if you struggle with focus, if you struggle with consistency, follow through, prioritization, you are going to love today's episode. Since I have uh, done this webinar, which again was was back in September, um, I heard a quote from Cal Newport. Cal Newport is the author of Deep Work. I really, really love that work, uh, that book. And if you have struggled with focus, I think it would be an awesome one for you. But Cal Newport, who wrote Deep Work, he says, focus is the new IQ. Focus is the new IQ. And the reason I love that is because it underscores the fact that it's not about who's the smartest or who has the most money or who has the best connections. When we talk about achieving your goals, when we talk about taking life to the next level and breaking past barriers that have held you back for a while, it really does come down to your ability to focus. And yet, That is one of the toughest things for us to do because we do legitimately have a million competing priorities and we can't focus on just one thing. In fact, at the beginning of this uh, episode that you're going to hear today, because this was a webinar that I did, you're going to hear me refer to an image. And I'm going to put both of the images that I refer to in the show notes so that you can see them and not be totally confused. But basically, There is this image that is circulated around the internet. I think it comes from the book Essentialism by Greg McCowan. At least I'm pretty sure it does. Um, And it basically gives the impression that we should, to to achieve, to accomplish, we should focus on just one thing. And if we can just focus on just one thing, everything will be easier, which in theory makes sense. But in practice is basically impossible because the majority of us have jobs have responsibilities at home, have goals related to our health, have goals related to our finances, and many other things. So how in the world would it be possible to just focus on one of those things? That doesn't reflect real life. But I do think there is an opportunity to focus on fewer things and give more time, energy, and attention to fewer things. And so I talk about 
how and why I gave up true crime podcasts and why I have rules and boundaries for myself. Like I don't turn on the TV when the sun's up, even on the weekends, things like that. But I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode. The key is though, I want you to actually do the work. You're going to hear me talk about specific steps, specific strategies, and I want you to give them a lot of thought and do this work yourself because as with anything, it only has value if you do something with it, if you put it into action. So I know you're going to really love this episode. Let's dive right into it. I want to tell you right now that the primary reason that you aren't consistent, it doesn't have anything to do with discipline and it doesn't have anything to do with motivation. So we can all take a big deep sigh of relief because I don't know about you, but I used to tell myself, I'm just not motivated enough. I'm just not disciplined enough. And it's not that. The primary reason that people are not consistent is because they lack this one thing. They lack focus. And I apologize for the scroll. Actually, I don't. It's not apology worthy, but some weird computer settings with Zoom right now. So we're scrolling instead of clicking, but it's all the same. No need for an apology, right? The number one reason people lack consistency is because they lack focus. I want to see another hand raise here. Not yet though. Wait till I say it. Okay. Do you feel like it's tough to focus because there's so many things to focus on? If you can relate to that, Sharon says, hand raise, Mindy, Betsy, Donna, Raquel, Marianne, Kathy, Kelly. Oh my gosh. Again, I wish that I could have somebody in here with me to just take a picture of what my screen looks like when I have, it literally the entire screen gets taken over by, by hand raise icons. So that was a big struggle for me. And that's what I see with a lot of my clients. It's what we spend a lot of time on in the 12 weeks is, is the fact that, look, I'd love to be focused, Elizabeth. That sounds great, but I've just got too many things to focus on, right? Because sure, maybe we want to get healthy and we want to take care of our physical fitness and we want our homes to be more clean and organized. And hey, we want to save more money. We also want to improve our relationships or maybe socialize more. How in the world can I focus on all of it? And guys, when we understand that that's the reason we're not consistent because we're not focused, it, we've already done half the problem solving, okay? Now, I know you guys are wondering, how in the world do I focus when there's all these other things? Sure, if I only had one thing going on in my life, I could focus. And if you've read Chasing Cupcakes, you hear me write about how when I was over 350 pounds, a dream of mine, truly a dream, and thank God it didn't come true, but a dream of mine was to go on the television show, The Biggest Loser, because I felt like it was giving you focus. You didn't have to do your job. You didn't have to prepare your meals. You didn't have to deal with birthday parties and celebrations and travel and doing laundry and all of those other normal things. You were literally in a bubble. And I thought that that's what I needed, that that would be the only way to have success. And fortunately for all of us, it's not true. We just need to shift our understanding of focus. And I saw this post and you know, I've seen it in a couple of books. I've seen it in books like Essentialism by Greg McCowan. And it was recently posted by Tom Bilyeu, who is the founder of Impact Theory, one of the founders of Quest, if you're familiar with Quest Bars. He posted this thing on social media. And I immediately was like, this is not real. This is not how it works. And maybe you've seen it before. Show of hands. Has anybody seen this 
this image before that like, okay, Marianne says yes. Uh, some of you guys are raising your hands that you've, you've seen this image, Becca's seen this image. But essentially what it's telling us, and don't get stressed out because my thought is probably the same as many of you. There's no way in the world I can give my energy to just one thing. And you don't have to, you don't have to. But the reason this image gets touted all, all over the place is because what they're saying is our energy goes in a million different directions. And if we want to make progress, we have to give all of that energy to one thing. But if you're like me, that's not possible. On any given day, hell, we use today as an example. I have given energy to driving to a chiropractor appointment. I have given energy to making meals. I have given energy to cleaning. I have given energy to getting myself ready given energy to working out, to my actual work, to my husband, to my in-laws, to my dog, to my chickens. So this thing on the right here, thanks everybody, but it doesn't work for most of us. However, it's not without its lesson, all right? I think if I could just replace where this lovely image that discourages everybody comes from, because sure, it sounds good, Oh, you mean if I just stop giving my energy to 20 things and give it only to one thing, I could make progress? Well, that sounds lovely, except that's not how life works. But I think it can look a little more like this, okay? I think it can look a little more like this. For me, how many of you guys listen to, show of hands, how many of you guys listen to episode 801 of the podcast this past Monday's episode where I talked about how I'm not listening to crime podcasts anymore, true crime podcasts. Okay. Most of you guys, Layla has, Elena, Grace, Margarita, Andy, Jamie, Sandy. Okay. Summer, Lynn, Cindy, Cher. Most of you guys, Nori says, great episode. Thank you. So I'll tell you why I'm using that as an example. I used to really enjoy true crime podcasts. Any other true crime podcast listeners out there? Anybody? All right. I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's no wonder they're like the most popular podcast out there because a ton of hands just went up. And I didn't stop listening to them because I don't like them. I stopped listening to them because I don't think they're a good use of my energy. I believe that we are you know, it's funny, Carrie just said, and I'm not quitting. You don't have to, right? You don't have to, but here's, here's what I believe. What comes out depends on what goes in, right? And I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but I think like a lot of people need to hear this right now. If we take in a lot of darkness, a lot of bad energy, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, that is what we have in us to give. And we give it to our thoughts, we give it to our choices, and I just decided this life is short and I do not want that dark energy. Is it entertaining? Yes, that's why I liked it. Is it good for me, my life, my health, my family, my mindset? No. So that's an example of one thing, but, but here's where I think we can really solidify the focus needed for consistency. We have to have one thing that is our primary goal. And it's not gonna be the same forever, okay? When I say we need to have one thing that is our primary goal, it might not be your primary goal six months from now, from now, but maybe it is your primary goal for the next three months. 
Maybe it's just your primary goal for one month and you make such great progress that then the next month it shifts. So let me tell you what this looks like for me. I have many, many, many goals. I want to improve my marriage. We want to improve our property. I want to improve my business. I want to invest more. But I ask myself this fundamental question. What area will have the greatest impact on all the others? Because for a long time, my days were totally scattered and they looked like that previous left side image where the energy is going out all in a million different directions, right? I still have to work on my business and I still desire to work on my marriage and other relationships and, and my home. Those things aren't going away. But when we say, what one thing will have the biggest impact on everything else for now, it's not going to stay that way forever. Then we have the area where we want to be very specific and intentional with what consistency means. So right now, for me, I'm just using myself as an example, your situation might be very, very different. Right now, my physical health is my number one. We're still working full time, we're still doing big things with business, I'm still investing in my marriage, but because of my, my C-section, the loss of our daughter, my desire to have many more children, pregnancy, all of those kinds of things, you know, spending nine plus months carrying a baby, all of those things, that is my number one right now. It would be impossible for me to be consistent if everything was equally weighted. Because the reality is, there's going to be different daily drivers for each area of your life. So let's think about the difference between, say, if money is your top priority, and if, when I say physical health, I don't mean weight loss. Weight loss isn't my priority, but we'll use weight loss as an example, right? So let's look at the difference between if you're number one, the one that would make everything else easier, that would have the biggest impact, if it's finances, that's gonna have different daily drivers that you wanna create consistency in than if that thing is weight loss. Now, we still have to do the other things, but the reason people aren't consistent is because they are not clear on the one thing that they wanna give more focus to, disproportionate focus to, that they want to nail consistency on those daily drivers. So step one is, of all the areas of your life, what is the one where you have a goal that makes everything else easier or, or the one goal that has a disproportionate impact on everything else? So for me right now, that is my physical health, my physical health, okay? Then step two, if you guys are taking notes, step two is, what are the daily drivers of that? Said another way, if that question kind of trips you up, what does consistency look like for you in that area? Okay, what does consistency look like? If you were as consistent as you wish you could be, what would that look like? And I would narrow it down to the top three. 
the most impactful three. Because using weight loss is just an easy example. You could come up with 100 daily drivers, right? You could come up with getting enough sleep and, and exercising and following the golden rules of carbs and fat loss and journaling and this and that and the other. I want you to focus on the three that have the most impact. It's not a perfect science. If you're narrowed it down to five daily drivers and you're like, I don't know what the top three are. It's not a big deal if there's one that has slightly more of an impact and you're not really sure. It's not meant to be a perfect science. We're just looking to focus, okay? So of all the areas of your life, what is the one that you want to improve the most, that you want to give disproportionate focus and energy to? Then what are the daily drivers of that? Just brainstorm a whole huge list. There's no wrong answer. And then how can I boil this down to about three things that I want to be consistent with? Do you guys, would it be helpful to hear an example of like what this actually looks like for me and how I factor in other priorities and that sort of stuff? Just raise your hands if that would be, if that would be helpful. Okay. A lot of you are raising your hands, so I'll give you an example. So with my being physical health, and by that I don't mean weight loss, I mean like healing my body and specifically, because I'm not trying to hide anything from you guys, fertility, even though we're still very, very much deeply in grief. I'm no spring chicken, so we are prioritizing creating a family, right? So I have identified daily drivers for how I take care of my health for that goal, all right? Said another way, if I were super consistent in taking care of my physical health for this goal of long, long-term fertility, what would that look like? It's, there's probably, I could come up with a list of 20 things, but what are the three that have the biggest impact? So every day when I'm journaling, I write down that goal, okay? My number one goal right now is this, and my three daily drivers are this, all right? I'm not trying to do a hundred things, just those three. Then the next thing is, what are three other areas of my life I will invest in today and how? So if you guys are writing this down, and don't worry, there'll be a replay, so you'll be able to go and press pause and take notes. The number one goal that has the most impact doesn't mean I don't have other goals, I do but I've got one that gets disproportionate focus. And that is the one where I identify my three daily drivers. I write those down every single day. Then for the other areas of my life I want to invest in, I limit it to three. To be clear, there are far more than three other areas of my life that I want to invest in, right? I'm talking friendships, I'm talking marriage, I'm talking my home, I'm talking my business, I'm talking um, fun and play, things like that, okay? But not every single one is gonna get effort or attention every day. So today, for example, is a day in my life where obviously I'm, I'm working till, you know, 8, 8.30 at night. My house doesn't get my attention today, but my marriage does. So there's my goal, there's my three daily drivers, and then, I wanted to spend at least 30 minutes outside in the yard with Chris today, and I did that, right? Then another focus area of my life today was work. 
and I had my clear priorities for work. And then another area that I wanted to invest in today is my in-laws because they're here. And I define what that means. That means that today cleaning out the car is not a priority. It means that today organizing my sock drawer, it's not gonna happen. It means that today anything else is just extra. Sometimes there's extra time for that. Sometimes there's not. But guys, one of the primary reasons people are struggling with consistency is because they lack focus. They lack focus. The other thing that they lack is specificity, is specificity. If I were to ask you guys what it means to be consistent, I would get a whole range of answers, but very rarely would I get the same answers today as you would give me next week or they would be really vague. One thing I hear a lot is, well, if I were consistent, I would eat clean regularly. What the heck does that mean? That is not specific. That is a really hard target to hit because it's subjective. Like, I mean, a kinda, sorta, a little bit, more than not, that is not specific regularly, eating clean regularly. Well, what is regular? Most of the time in a day? That's not specific. Most of the time in a week isn't specific either. And eating clean isn't specific, right? People lack specificity. So I want you to think about this when you go back later, because look, this conversation, you being here has no value if you don't do this work. So raise your hand if you agree that you are gonna do this work after we finish up, even if it means you gotta go back because you're gonna get out of it what you put into it. And this can unlock consistency for you. You're just lacking that focus and that specificity, okay? So you've got to be specific. Saying that you want to improve your marriage is not specific. Saying that you want to go on two date nights a week and have sex once a week, that is specific, right? That is something that you can really clearly objectively see if you are doing it or not doing it. You've got to be specific. Eating healthy, working out, not specific. Not specific. For me, I want to get in five CrossFit workouts a week. That's specific right? That's specific. I want to do my seed cycling every day. That is specific. When people struggle with consistency, they often lack specificity. I want to journal more. Well, what does that mean? When? How often? Is it in your calendar, right? Be specific with the daily things that you identify. Another little tool I wanna to give you guys, and I wanna leave plenty of time for questions because some of them came in ahead of time. We also got a lot of people on live. Um, one of the tools that I use all the time is, what would make this easier? What would make this easier? So for example, the seed cycling. Sometimes, I, I'll be honest, I don't always get into the house. My office is on the property, but in a separate building. I don't always have a big enough break to go in and make a shake, which is when I put my, my, that's how I take my seeds every day. If you don't understand what I'm talking about with seed cycling, it's really not important, but I've also done a podcast on it so you can check it out. So 
it would be easier if I made my shake before the workday starts and put it in the fridge. It's, it's so small and obvious, but it makes a difference, right? One of the other ones, this is a big one. I want to have a date night once a week with my husband. But many weeks have gone by where we just don't, right? Especially now his in-laws are here and they're here for a while. It's easy for something to come up. Oh, somebody's stopping by. Oh, we're gonna go out to dinner with them. I'm working late, whatever it is. What would make this easier is to sit down once a month and not only decide when our dates will be, but decide what our dates will be. Have any of you guys ever said, what do you wanna do? And did the I don't know game for like an hour and a half and then you don't even bother? <laughs> Liz and Lauren and Nori and Jody and Tracy are raising their hands. I know you feel me, right? Sometimes it's like, I do wanna go out, but I don't wanna make the decision. So we have a routine where we will sit down and say, this is when our dates are, and this is what our dates are. And then it's so easy when it's Thursday night and we're, we know we're going to off the grid at 7.30, it's easy. I've, just true confession, I've ruined more than a few date nights because we've gotten in an argument about what to do on date night and nobody wanting to decide. It wasn't like he wants to do this and I want to do this. It's that neither one of us want to decide because I don't know about you, we make a lot of decisions during the day that the last thing we want to do at the end of the day is make the decision. Nori says they started taking turns on planning. I love that, but I don't even want to, like, if, if I knew that tomorrow night was my turn to plan, I don't want to do that, but it's fun to sit down together and plan them out for the month for us, right? If it works for you guys to take turns, I think that's awesome. Seriously, whatever works for you, I think that's awesome. But what would make this easier? Same thing with food. If you want to eat better and you've defined that specifically, ask yourself, what would make this easier? I remember when I was like very much in the throes of weight loss and that was my priority. I went to Chipotle every day for lunch because I was working in a corporate job at the time and it made my life easier. It was more expensive, but it was worth it to me. It was worth it for me to do that. So what would make it easier for you? For my workouts, I do a similar thing to date night. Sunday night, I look at my calendar, what time this week can I go to CrossFit, then it's on my calendar, my team can't book meetings around it, it's there. What would make it easier? Many of us are not consistent because we haven't really done the work. I'm not saying that some of these things are gonna be seamless for you, especially if they're new and you're not yet consistent with it. You're gonna have to put some creative time and energy into what can I do to make this easier? For some people, that's meal prep. For some people, it's a, it's a date with a friend to go for a walk to get that movement in. But what would make it easier? Sandy says, put ideas in a jar. And that's a great idea too. Okay, this is the last one I wanna talk about and then I'm gonna dive into your questions, which is super, super important to me. Nobody wants to hear this one, but it's a powerful one. Stop rehearsing the past. And I don't mean choosing it like I always snack after dinner and here I am snacking after dinner. That is a rehearsal. 
but telling yourself, no matter what I do all day, by the end of the day, I just don't care and I eat my way through the night, you can't keep telling that story, okay? If you think the same way, you will choose the same way. You must change the way you think if you want to change the way you choose. Here's the way I think about it. No one will coach you more than the voice in your own head. Nobody will ever coach you more than the voice in your own head. And think about it this time, this way. Anytime you make a decision, whether you're standing at the open refrigerator or your alarm goes off in the morning and you're debating whether you should hit snooze or get up, all of those decisions, every single decision, how you respond to that text message, every single decision is a result of the coach in your own head. If the coach in your own head is saying, five more minutes, 30 more minutes, I didn't really have to get up. I can be a little flexible. I can move that thing till later. I can work out after work. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm too tired. If that coach in your head is saying, oh, you've been so good all day, this one thing won't hurt, that is what will produce your, your outcome, your decision, your choice. That is why I am militant with my clients about changing the way you think, because when you do that, that coach in your own head got better. It's giving you better advice. It's helping you make better choices. So for as long as we say like, oh, I'm such an emotional eater, or I'm really great all week, but I'm terrible on the weekend, or you know, I can stick to a budget for a day, but then something comes up and I'm making excuses, you've gotta stop rehearsing the past. That is the first thing we can do to upgrade the coach in your own mind, okay? What I want you guys to do with this I want you to go through the steps that we talked about. I want you to brainstorm all the goals and priorities that you have. None of them are bad. None of them are off the table. They're just not all going to get that disproportionate focus with those three daily disciplines that you're gonna identify. Then for that goal that will have the greatest impact, I want you to ask yourself, what are the daily consistency things I want here? What does it look like to be consistent for this goal? Then you're going to narrow it down to the most impactful few, and every day you're going to write those down. You will still invest in other areas of your life. You're not quitting your job. You're not refusing to feed your kids, but we're giving that daily focus and those three daily disciplines to that primary goal, all right? I want you to ask yourself if you're being specific and then get more specific. And when you think you're specific enough, get a little more specific. And then you're gonna ask yourself what you can do to make it easier and take your advice and just be noticing, be mindful of when you're rehearsing the past. We're gonna talk a lot about upgrading that coach in your own mind because that's really the essence of the work that I do with my clients. But just be mindful of when you're telling those stories about the problem and let go of that. Stop rehearsing that. Set yourself free from that. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.